Yo, welcome to the Semi-Pro Cycling Podcast. I am Damien Roos, your host, and it has been a long time. It's been a long time since I have turned on this microphone and spoken directly to you, so let me explain what's been happening. I want to talk about what's been happening in my life, how that relates to Semi-Pro Cycling, and then going forward, how that's going to be able to still help you in your competitive cycling journey. This episode is just going to be a bit of an update episode. It's a bit of a free-form episode. I have a few notes scribbled down, but I just want to talk about what has been happening and where my thoughts have been, and you will have a better understanding, hopefully, of where we're going to go in the future when it comes to semi-pro cycling. What I want to start with is about six months ago, probably a bit under six months ago, I was getting to the point where I wasn't on a bike, I wasn't eating healthy, I was about a year and a bit into being a new father and just trying to manage that whole process. I wasn't necessarily doing the right things by my health, by my body. Cycling was struggling. I was getting out a little bit, but I had no consistency. And one thing that I have learned from being a coach is that consistency is one of the biggest things when it comes to wanting to improve or get better or get into a routine. You just have to be consistent. Around October 2016, what I started doing was just getting on the trainer. I only had about half an hour of a day, so I got on the trainer for that half an hour, and that was it. I just made a promise to myself that I would do half an hour, no expectations, it was going for time only, and I would do that every single day. And I managed to do that for two or three weeks. And of course, the first thing is that as soon as I started doing that, it was very difficult and I started pushing to 33, 35 minutes. Once I started pushing further and further, it meant that my whole life was sort of started changing back into the mode of what it's like to use my body again. And then I start thinking about greater things like health and how this all fits in and what can I do to get better and better. So there was a slow process of actually trying to fit this into my life. And one of the things that kept me motivated in that sense was the time on the bike was a time that I actually got to learn. I was doing some watching of YouTube and Netflix. I got an Apple TV, connected it to the TV and started watching that. And it was a complete game changer as far as opening the time up that I was on the bike to other things. And I've always been a big fan of listening to podcasts or audiobooks when I'm out on the bike. So this was just a new level being able to watch video. And so that kind of kept me going over this period and I was able to stick to that half an hour for a good one or two months and it really started to become ingrained into what I was doing physically. After that point I started sort of wanting to incorporate into a bigger picture and I was looking at my health as a whole because I'm now moving into my mid to late 30s and so I'm starting to consider What does cycling actually mean to me in a competitive sense? What does it mean to me in a health sense, in a social sense? Where does cycling fit into my life? And for a long time, I have worked through periods of, say, three to five years of cycling where I'm very focused on goals and getting better and performing and doing races and things. But after that period... I will drop off for whatever reason. I always have a good a good reason at the end of it, but I, I, things will drop off. My weight will increase. I'll increasingly get unhealthy because I'm not connected to that idea that 
as long as I'm riding the bike, then I'm going to be eating better. I'm going to be sleeping longer. I'm going to be doing all the things around that to ensure that my performance is better. But all that falls away as soon as I stop training for something. So what I have been thinking about is how do I incorporate this into my life? How do I ensure that I can continually keep cycling and stay healthy and form good habits that are going to serve me for the next 5, 10, 15 years? I'm really thinking long term here because once you get past the equipment, how to train, like all these small things when it comes to cycling, what's the thing that actually sustains you? How do you actually get on the bike and stay motivated to get on that bike year after year? Is it races? Is it the personal improvement? Do you have to sit down and set these really solid goals in order for you to do that? Or do you just love getting on the bike and you have no expectations? It's about finding your place and I'm trying to find my place in cycling for this longevity and part of this is as a father and a family man not taking too much away from my family and in order for me to be healthier and use it as a tool to make sure that my family life is better that I can run around with my daughter I can have lots more energy I don't get back at the end of a ride and I'm too tired to do anything. This is kind of still happening a little bit because I have a tendency to go out and push myself too hard, but it's part of this process where I'm learning and I'm figuring out what the best thing for me and the family and how we integrate all of that. Connected to all of this is the competitive element, and if you're listening to this, you're interested in competitive cycling. So not only is competitive a word that you have to define yourself you're competing against yourself you're competing against other people setting up that competitiveness is a really really big part of figuring out your motivation and why you want to ride when you are a competitive cyclist though things change in the way that you approach anything to do with cycling and you're looking for that performance gain now i feel like personally i'm moving away from the periodization model for my own kind of longevity in the sport so instead of trying to peak a couple of times a year you know maybe I still will pick events that I want to do and I move towards those but I'm trying to flatten out those picks a little bit so that I can maintain them more over a 12 month period now this is just my personal way that I'm doing things here I'm still very much connected to the high performance elements of cycling and connected to up and coming athletes and what I call executive athletes these two main groups that require slightly different approaches but definitely they're both looking for the best use of their time they're both looking for the cutting edge information the information that will get them where they want to be and following the latest science so that they can get there but at the same time I'm trying to transfer a couple of these philosophies that I'm taking from my own personal cycling into their different coaching approaches so that Say with the juniors, for example, we're not burning them out. We're giving them lifelong habits that they can take on for the rest of their life. And the same with the executive athlete. We're giving them new ways of thinking things. We're trying to unlearn certain behaviors that may have got them to a certain point, but then we're going to relearn new behaviors. There is a big group of people out there that don't need any of the help that I'm sort of looking at offering from this point on, which is how do we fit cycling into the bigger picture? Some people are just switched on. They've got those healthy habits. They know how to do things. They're more interested in those performance gains, those one percenters and things. And definitely that will be a part of the messaging that I have moving forward. But the other part is going to be a little bit broader. And how does cycling fit into health and how can you still reach your goals and after those goals what happens next and how can you still maintain some type of health 
even if that means you're changing sport or you're doing some other pursuits, how can you learn from what we do together through the information that I am putting out there? How can you take some of those habits and move them into other areas of your life so that you feel like you're getting a lot of value and you're moving forward and you're really becoming the person that you want to be, the potential that's in there but has just been slowed down or stopped or misdirected at different times. So I'm looking at this bigger approach rather than just focusing on pure performance. The big thing when it comes to just focusing on pure performance is that you've got to consider the other parts of your life. And the other parts of your life fall into this idea of balance and how do you balance between the two things or more things. But for me, balance is a word that I don't really like it so much because I think that being out of balance is not such a bad thing as long as you're aware of when you need to tip the scales kind of back the other way and you can sort of snake your way through life going from side to side, which is as long as you have the understanding of that I'm getting too far on one side, I need to come back a little bit. For me, that's the way that's going to lead to more longevity. It's the way that's going to help you understand how to get the best out of yourself in all these different compartments of life that we have, not just cycling, health, family, work, all of these parts. Because right now, say, I'm personally really focused on health and fitness and how to integrate all of that into my other parts of my life how to bring that back into the work that I do, which includes the content that I create. How do I kind of weave that all in together? And so now I'm sort of, I've been spending a lot of time on health and fitness and now I'm just going to come back more a little bit and start to create some content. And so I have that awareness that I've gone far enough. I have enough information. I feel confident in the decisions that I've been making over the last six months that I can move back now in the other way, share what's been working, share what I'm thinking about. And that will definitely be able to help you in the way that you approach any of your cycling. So what am I really going to be talking about going forward? What I really think that is important is I've got the information now where And I feel comfortable enough where I understand things, body basics and movement and diet and approaching these things in a more natural sense and how we fit them into the day and how we actually look at things overall. We have these big goals over the top and how we can incorporate all these small things so that we're working on the right thing at the right time. There is definitely going to be an element of performance because performance is what we're looking for. And If you are somebody that is up and coming or an executive athlete, so you either want to squeeze more out of your time or you want to maximize your potential while you're still young and you're up and coming and you're looking to move towards a pro contract or whatever it is, there is definitely a space where I can fit all this together and we can talk about the performance element and we can also talk about how you can incorporate these habits into your life and arm you with the same information that I'm coming across 
and you'll be able to use that and, and call on that and pull that into your life when you need it at a certain time. So things like I said, basic body maintenance, understanding when something is not feeling right and pulling that back in, using your intu- intuition a bit more about your training and your body and things, but then also kind of still backing that up with the data and the science. The science is still very important to me. I am a science evidence-based driven coach and it's still something that's very important to me there is a a lot of really interesting stuff coming out at the moment on diet and some other parts of cycling that are really fascinating and there's been slow changes in certain ways that I've looked at things because of what has been coming out through the scientific literature so that is something that I want to delve into a little bit more. But once we move beyond that, once we move beyond the scientific information that's out there, once we move beyond what we can buy, what we can do for training, you know, what keeps us coming back? What keeps us coming back to cycling? And this is something that I want to explore a lot. I want to look at how people stay motivated. What keeps them going? What is their why? And how can other people's whys be incorporated into yours? And how do you find why you are riding at any given time throughout a year? Because maybe you do have a focus event, but, you know, you may just love it. It may be the social aspect. It may be all these other things that we can have a look at. And there's many ways that people approach their cycling. And that's something that I want to kind of delve into a little bit more. So it's not just the people at the top end and we have a look at why they love their cycling and what keeps them going. What about the guys and girls that have been riding for 20, 30, 40, 50 years? You know, why do they keep coming back? Can we get a little bit deeper into seeing how they incorporate it, you know? Can we see the differences between the new cycling nations like Australia and America and UK and then the old original cycling nations like Europe? You know, what are the differences in culture between these two? You know, how how can we delve into this a bit more so we can understand exactly where we want to be and where we can fit into this and expose you to a whole new way? You know, like if you've only just stayed in the same area and ridden your bike, you may not even know totally different things that happen in different areas like i've been exposed recently to say a couple of new hand signals that popped up in a bunch ride that some that i've never seen before or the way some people ride in a bunch and they do different things and just understanding how these different things work i think is a really fascinating look at cycling culture beyond the performance the gear and all of that stuff so there's a whole mix of stuff that i want to talk about going forward and This is something that really excites me and I'm pumped to get back into it. The way that I'm going to sort of roll this out is through podcasts. I've been doing videos slowly over the last six months. I've had a break from those, but I'm getting back into those more and more. I'm trying to share more of the way that I'm doing things personally through Instagram. So you can check out Instagram uh, under my name, Damien Roos, things like that. This is part of a bigger picture and hopefully you'll find a place within all of these different types of information that I'm putting out there and you'll be able to then call on them at different times when you need that different motivation to get out on really bad days or when you're just not feeling it or or whatever it is, you know. So this is 
something that I'm still pumped about. Cycling is still in my heart. It is still where I want to be, what I'm doing, what I love doing. And so I'm going to continue to share that with you through many different mediums, as many as I can possibly fit in. Let's do this. Let's get the conversation happening again. I've got, say, the Competitive Cyclist Facebook group that you can join if you want to talk about anything that you want information on straight away or you have anything fun to share or whatever. Outside of that, you can find me at the standard places, which is iTunes, Instagram. So let's do this and ride well.